Hayao Gozaimasu. It's me, Hayao Miyazaki, here to read the Patreon shoutouts for this week for Hamburg Lore. Shout out to Zach, Stephen Mayfield, Spence, Sammy V, Pilnock, Nick Potter, Nene12715, dude, Nancy Konek, shout out Cam's mom, dude, Michael Robertson, Matt, aka Stormageddon, Kyle Hatfield, Jet Set Spy, Hannah Kim, Ezra, Emily Lyon, Eddie De Santiago, Doc Rubente, Dion Thomas, Colleen Humphreys, and Ben Krieger. Anyway, I have to go retire to my anime castle in the sky or whatever movies I make. Uh, oh, I really didn't think this one through. Uh, here you go. the show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm Nathan with Lemon. <laughs> Great. And today we're joined by our good, good pal, Jess Howard. Hi, Jess. Hi. Uh, Hello. Long time fan, second time caller. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Kind of the person who came up with the concept of that's this show. That's actually true. <laughs> I don't um, even remember. Were so we, like, we were doing a... Back when it was still NES pod, we were yeah. doing a NES pod live mm. and we just were talking about weird fast food mascots. And then one Jessica Howard in the Twitch chat said, y'all should just do a fast food mascot podcast. And here we are. And it was like takes off glasses like, my God. <laughs> like, yeah, we never had the idea to do that because we're fucking stupid. And now here we are like well over a year into this bullshit. I love it. It's a perfect show hosted now, by perfect people. Well, Jess, first of all, thank you for the compliment. Hey, Jess, what's your favorite fast food item? Uh, Last time it was a breakfast burrito from McDonald's. Which oh, I do love those. Pretty solid, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another uh, burrito. I'm gonna go with mm. the quesarito from Let's Taco go! Bell. Yes! I love quesaritos. They're so good. God, they're so fucking good. I the key to my heart is apparently just wrapping things in a burrito. So turns out carbs fucking rule, dude. Yeah, that's that's actually why I like Aizawa too. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, you got a baby, so you're just swaddling him. So, yeah. like, you're yeah. just making a baby burrito. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Baby burrito. Oh, boy. Well, um, did you guys know that it's Murph or, or it's Murph or hold on, give me one second. It's, <laughs> that's really hard to say. It's Murph or nothing time. <laughs> it's Morbin time? <laughs> it's Morbin time. I would sooner die than talk about Jared Leto positively on this show. Um, oh, God. Hey, I wanted to talk about a fucking weird Nerf mascot. Yeah. Um, oh, are we really? Yeah. Jess, do you know about this guy? Yeah. 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 So I'm going to go ahead and just get in front of it here. There's not a lot. Like, <laughs> There's just like a JPEG of this boy. Literally all that has been like shown off of Murph is, hey, Murph exists. Murph uses they, them pronouns. That's pretty cool. Murph has a Twitter account, which I followed immediately. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, right. So a lot of this just turned into me like looking into Nerf as a company, because I guess I the more I thought about it, I'm like, I don't actually know a fucking thing about Nerf, which is weird because fuck Nerf is so cool, dude. Like it all is. of their shit whips. 
if you are somebody who is listening to this and does not know what like nerf is at all like from the bottom of my heart i do kind of feel really bad for you i feel like nerf is one of those companies too like kleenex where when you're talking about the product you just call it the like you say nerf guns totally like yeah. you yeah. I, i've never heard somebody say like i don't know what the alternative like a soft pellet like gun i don't know right yeah it's totally. a nerf gun they're kind of like the only real thing on the market, I feel like. Yeah. Well, it's funny because they're not, they're not like, they're specifically not guns, right? They they're are blasters. blasters. Yes, oh, they are nerf blasters. Yeah. yeah, they're not allowed to be guns. Yeah. Um. Real quick, on Twitter, they only follow five people. Mm -hmm. It's Hasbro, Has, Hasbro, it's Hasbro, Hasbro Pulse, which I don't know what that is, Uh, ESPN, Mr. Monopoly, and Gritty. <laughs> Good, good. Which good which company? Good. That's a good. That's I mean, I know so many people that just like ruthlessly ship Murph and Gritty. Yeah, like, we're on. You're on a podcast with at least one of them. I mean, make that two. Make that three. Um, <laughs> so I, I I wanted to kind of learn a little bit about Nerf as a company, um, and this report is going to be a little bit more scattershot and not as like well written out because i didn't really have like a lot of time oh, that's very funny. Yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even mean to do that oh shit um <laughs> i think nerf's products fucking rule yeah. um i have always and probably will always love them um there's like nothing in the world like just getting in a sick nerf blaster fight you know Hitting like, your friend in the fucking eye with one of dude, those things, dude. Yeah, man. Ending the fun immediately. <laughs> I've done that so many times where you just like randomly have a like a just a crack shot on somebody, just make the like the younger brother cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I've done that before for sure. And so that's like an older sibling. Like you always, there's always you push it and you know that you're pushing it like mm -hmm. a little bit too far. And then the younger one cries and you have to quickly stop and act like like, well, I don't I don't no, know stop. what happened. It was nothing. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Look, I'll let you shoot me. Shut up. <laughs> so there is some like I, I, I think largely like the company itself is relatively boring, but there is like a few like tiny tidbits that I think are kind of fucking hilarious, actually. Um a lot of it is their slogans, um, which I will get to, because there are a lot of them. Originally Nerf, I didn't quite know this, but Nerf was originally like a Parker Brothers property. The fucking board game people, they originally developed Nerf. Um, and in 1969, a Minnesota-based games inventor named Rain Geyer, Guyer, R-E-Y-N is his first name, last name G-U-Y-E-R. So he's like not quite guyist, but he's not just a guy. Um, <laughs> that was shut good. Up. So he he basically like showed up to Parker Brothers and was like, "Hey, check this shit out. I've got this like cool like football game that I've invented that's like safe for indoor play." And after like you know checking it out, Parker Brothers was like, "Okay, yeah, let's uh let's take what you uh, had here, but like everything around it." throw it the fuck out the window we just want that fucking foam ball dude like that's all we want this cool game fuck you um <laughs> and so like it, that that basically just became like the nerf brand uh in 1970 the nerf ball was introduced as the quote world's first official indoor ball 
which was uh, the name Nerf became was a slang term for the foam padding that you use in off-roading on your vehicles, which I did not know. They stole that from me. I I was like, you want to you want to play with the world's first indoor ball? Okay, never mind. Bye. Great, great. <laughs> Nate has left the call. <laughs> um, so here's the first little here's the first little gem that I found here. Um, one of their first marketing slogans. It's so fucking funny if you just read it as it is. It's funny in any context, really. Throw it indoors. You can't damage lamps or break windows. First of all, bet. Second part of it. You can't hurt babies or old people. <laughs> that, they really said, like, I, thou shalt not do harm. Like, exactly. <laughs> the idea of them being like, fucking try it, dude. <laughs> you Throw can't it do it. Grandma. This baby bulletproof. <laughs> time to go try this out on connor (laughs) (laughs) just think fast just fucking whip a nerf football at him (laughs) one with the fucking whistles in it (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i i read that sentence at work because i i was like working on this a little bit during my lunch break today and i read that sentence at work and had to do everything in my power to not just start screaming laughing into the fucking break room dude oh my god uh, that's really I wish good. more things had had something yeah. like that. Like M and M's melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Won't kill grandpa. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe. Not enough chocolate to kill a dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's way more in line with the energy they have here. Because <laughs> it specifically just says, and it's a complete sentence. By the way, Ugh. you can't hurt babies or old people. <laughs> Honestly, we need to go back to that style of marketing. I want to know exactly what I'm getting into with purchases. Everything is so convoluted now. Agreed. Exactly. I miss back in the day when magazine articles would just or magazines would just have like a page about like new dial soap and it would be like a fucking novella on a page. No pictures at all. (laughs) Just be like writings about the soap. Yeah. (laughs) I need that back. I say this, but like realistically, so I work in like games media, right? And every time someone, uh, nobody works PR, listen to this. Kayla, don't listen. Everybody go away. Every time (laughs) that I get a PR email and it's just one page of somebody talking about like a game, I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um so they eventually kind of like expanded their offerings like a little bit more to what we know today um to include uh nerf basketballs or as i call them nerf skitballs um and uh (laughs) there's there's a reason that cam is the only one who calls it that though exactly (laughs) uh you should not have laughed at that that joke fucking sucked nate you throw the Um, nerf skit ball into the nerf skit (laughs) A, t- a tisket, a nerf skit. In 1972, it was a bas- It was included in a basketball game called Nerfoop. No. Like they just took the H off of hoop and just put Nerf there. Nerf skit ball is so much better. Nerfoop is just sim language. That is yes. just simlish. Yes. Absolutely. So after that point, uh, they also introduced the Nerf football, which everybody knows and loves. It's like to this day, still the most popular Nerf ball by many, many fucking margins, because that thing fucking owns, dude. (laughs) You like throw it and it whistles. That shit's so cool. Um, Man, uh, playing 500 or whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, So like the Nerf blasters 
didn't really actually show up until like the 1990s. What? Which was, uh, yeah, which was like after at least one uh, company changeover, because I thought that they were originally always just a Hasbro thing, because that just kind of lines up with what Hasbro is as a company. But like what happened was like a little bit before like 1987, uh, Parker Brothers like basically moved them under a sister holding company that they were like sort of with. And then the Tonka Corporation came in and then bought that sister company. And so they got all of that stuff. And then Hasbro bought all of the Tonka place i'm sure that there are people who like work at these companies who like go home and like fucking smoke and are just talking about the workplace politics of hasbro you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, like there's yeah. like a whole dark underbelly there you just know oh fucking mike wouldn't let me make the new truck i want to make <laughs> <laughs> i want i want mad men but just for hasbro <laughs> dude yes i would watch the shit out of that but also it would make me really upset i think I was cracking my shit up because you said Tonka bought it and I was thinking of a of a nerf ball made by like out of Tonka truck a material. Tonka, it's a, like a Tonka tough nerf ball. That will hurt baby and grandpa. Yeah. Yes. That will hurt babies and old people. Oh my god. Um so that's like kind of like a very very brief like history of nerf as like a company. It's like largely pretty uninteresting. Um, they, you know, like have all the blasters and stuff. And those are fucking like kind of what just everybody like associates with Nerf today. I do want to talk about a few fun facts that I did find about Nerf. First of all, uh, there is a legal issues section of the wiki that has like <laughs> one of the like, obviously it's a corporation and I'm not rooting for them. But like also uh, basically what happened was in April 2012. Uh, Hasbro contacted, and I'm just reading this off the Wikipedia page, Hasbro contacted the Australia-based fan blog Urban Taggers for leaking information on unreleased Nerf products found on the Chinese marketplace website Taobao. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Hasbro, like, straight up tricked one of the bloggers into, like, doxing themselves by sending them their home address, and then they sent them a cease and desist letter instead. You got served. Like, that's fucking wild. That's that's Nintendo level. Yeah, like, don't yeah, fuck with us. <laughs> like, I know Hasbro does not fuck around. Also learned why, uh, while uh, like going through here, they own Wizards of the Coast. Dude, mm. nerf Pikachu. Let's go. <laughs> Give me nerf D&D &D weapons. So second fun fact. Uh, did you know that in April of last year, uh, only for a three month period of time, Nerf hired a chief TikTok officer. Uh, so it is my understanding. I'm not glued into like this part of TikTok, but like there's a pretty like dedicated and cool community of people who are just do like cool Nerf TikTok shit. It, it definitely is like dude perfect esque, I think, in a lot of ways. But also there's just like a lot of cool shit you can do with Nerf stuff. And so like there's this big community and like they obviously wanted to kind of cultivate that. And so they basically like brought on like this big nerf influencer uh her name is sophie jameson uh goes by sophie lightning uh on tiktok um essentially like they just paid her to do tiktok stuff for like three months and i think also there was a uh i think it was like a kind of like mentorship from one of the like chief creatives at tiktok which i think is super interesting um it was also like totally paid which was cool uh it was like hell yeah uh it ended up being like it was only a 
uh, like a three month thing, but it was uh, $10,000 a month, which was like hey. 60 bucks an hour. Hey, like that's, that's, that's good, not bad. That's like I was good, reading man. about that and I expected it to be like, you're absolutely just doing a really big internship credit thing. But yeah. they like took care of her, which is fucking cool. No, you can't Damn. be nerf and nothing. Exactly. <laughs> um, she got her bag. Good yeah, for her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, she was still in college for this stuff whenever that happened too, which is fucking cool. You love to see yeah, it. Yeah. So like, shout out to her. Uh, God, I want to make thirty k in three months in college. That's dude, amazing, right? Yeah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> How many quesarinos I would have bought? <laughs> Probably so the same amount, but just I would have felt better about it. Another thing that I wanted to point out that I think is fucking hilarious because of course they did this did you know that there is a nerf blaster line for girls oh <laughs> yes i 100 percent did because i had that nice let's talk about the rebel line of nerf blasters um it's r-e-b-e-l-l-e -E -L -L -E, and they are straight up just more expensive nerf blasters but like yep. the pink tax pink and have different designs yeah y'all did get a crossbow though and that is tight as fuck we we got a crossbow uh they they molded a young generation of katniss ever oh yeah ever what i don't even know what her last ever name is yeah. dean ever dean yeah. i was gonna say ever yeah. dean but because this was a 2013 thing so it was like very clearly like a, oh. we saw the hunger games like let's do this kind of a thing yo these are great they look cool. Did the crossbow come out earlier, too? Because I feel like when I was a kid, it existed. I remember I a crossbow know. existing and they maybe I don't I think they maybe just had like their own separate like, oh, mm. it's just like a pink one that we're just marketing to to girls. But like in 2013, okay. they were like, check out this rebel line of Nerf blasters. Like this like rock of love ass font that they totally. used on it. You can get like Perfect. fucking the secrets and spies dart refill pack. It straight up just looks like Monster High threw up on a bunch of Nerf darts. There was one that came with like a pink bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing that right here. Yeah, and you can like, it's a fucking tactical vest you can load up yes. your Nerf darts on. Yeah, and like I, I whenever I was a, a little kid, um, because I played too many video games, I was obsessed with like, like this was like when I was like eight years old, like vests. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. lots Hell of yeah. pockets and i Fuck used yeah. to i used to dress up like tifa i'm not even kidding like at, at eight years old i'm just gonna say you're a final fantasy 7 gal so you mm -hmm. love the pockets the 90s aesthetic yes. yeah oh i was so into that i was into like the pockets and the and the like little gloves and the vests and stuff Fuck like yeah. that so i thought it was so cool so i actually dude barrett wallace core yes oh yeah oh my god <laughs> fashion inspo <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there is a part of me that every time I like put on my fucking fingerless compression gloves, I'm like, mm. I feel cool as shit right now. I look like a <laughs> fucking dork, but fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, no, you catch yeah. yourself at a reflection and you're like, you're like yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's go, you know? Um, well, hell yeah. Those are like kind of like the big things that I wanted to point out, but I would be uh, remiss if I didn't talk about Murph a little bit here. Mm. Right. Um, so... Murph, I think, is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me personally. Um, <laughs> Murph is so good. Um, like, genuinely, <laughs> the shit fucking owns. It's like Murph and then Audrey. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, sh yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so, like, Murph, if you haven't seen Murph, do yourself a favor. Just look up a picture of him. Mm. Like, uh, it is just, what if a person 
was like one of those like really like long haired furry dogs, but the fur was Nerf darts. It's true non-binary representation. Genuinely. They do do go by they, them. Yes, they use they, them pronouns. Um, I'd like to read uh, I'd like to read a couple of uh, bits from this uh, advertisingweek.com summary of the announcement. I tried to find the actual press release, but I just couldn't find it anywhere for some reason. Um, and then Adweek had a paywall and I'm like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, commercials starring Murph are expected to debut later in June 2022, along with promotional imaging in retail stores across and across Nerf social media platforms. What can audiences expect? According to Hasbro, we'll be seeing a mascot who truly embodies the, and this is their new slogan, unleash the play in you campaign tagline and represents ageless unbridled fun that lives in and that lives in everyone along with the physical embodiment of that feeling you get when you play with nerf and then below that is just a picture of murph uh running fucking nerf guns akimbo and it's fucking tight dude that sounds amazing um murph has liked their own selfie yeah, I went to their likes on Twitter. They have liked their own self. Yes, uh, ner- <laughs> uh, Murph does have a gold chain that says Nerf on it, and that's fucking that's hard as fuck, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, like the uh, I mentioned it at the top of the uh, the report, but like there is their uh, their taglines have been weird. So like, there's that original tagline that I mentioned about you know not hurting babies or old people. I also didn't realize that Nerf has like absorbed the Super, so- Super Soaker brand. Um, I know they were separate at one point, but it like that makes sense. <laughs> they're spongy. They're ba- oh, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> oh my god. So uh, here are, according to uh, Wikipedia, uh, the current taglines. These are the actual just Nerf slogans, and then I'll read the other ones as well, and that'll actually be the end of my report here. But uh, one of their classic ones: "There's only one Nerf." Uh, you have. Get real. Get nerf. Um, 2003, they used play your game. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Um, then then uh, it's nerf or nothing debuted there and they still use that. Actually, there's also that's perfect. There's also this one actually kind of hard as fuck, except no invitation. What does that mean? I have no idea. But that fucking rules, dude. Stay home, bitch. <laughs> Do not attend brunch. <laughs> so that's just like how I lead my life. Yeah. yeah. Same. <laughs> Somebody tells me to do something. I'm like, ah. Nerf said no. Uh, you've got this is how we play. Um, you have nothing but nerf. Um, you have the current one. Unleash the play in you. And then also, if it doesn't say nerf. It's not. (laughs) If it doesn't say Nate, it's not. (laughs) And then I do want to talk about a couple of the other ones. So there's like uh, um, there's a couple of like uh, subsets of nerf blasters. Uh, There's a really good sentence here um, where they talk about the the nerf rival line, which are like designed at like uh, I think they're like 14 and up. They're like a little bit more of an older crowd. They're destiny guns. Essentially. Yeah, they straight up look like Ooh. destiny guns. But like uh, in 2015, the rival line of blasters was first released. The first products released were the, the these things. These blaster fire a new type of ammunition known as high impact rounds. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hollow point <laughs> round, <laughs> uh, which are just small foam balls that reach a higher velocity than than foam darts, essentially. 
um, which I think is very funny. But uh, there's two taglines that I want to end on. Um, the first one is for their N Strike series, which was like they're like, you got to get loaded up. It's a tactical fucking backyard warfare, brother. And the uh, tagline for that is enlist, engage, enforce. Um, enforce? What? Yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, the tagline for Super Soaker is the wetter, the better. Anyway, that's my report um, on uh, Nerf. Um, I promise future updates as they happen on Murph because Beautiful. I promise you I cannot look away. <laughs> I would like to propose that mm -hmm. they do uh, War Never Changes. <laughs> Nerf. Nerf never I, changes. I posted a picture of Murph before this recording just on my Twitter account because I'm stupid. And our friend Zach was like, they should put Murph in Fortnite. And I'm like, they should put Murph in Fortnite. They already have the fucking Fortnite deal because they make Fortnite weapons as Nerf weapons. Oh, yeah. Dude, they, they just added Orochimaru, dude. Like, yeah, let's go. Fuck it. I'll play as Murph today, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's let's go to a quick break. Um, I've been talking about foam darts for like half an hour now, so um, <laughs> we'll be we'll be right back. All right, hey, we're back. Uh, Nate, go ahead and hit it. In today's society, it's hard to feel like you can make a difference. Political machinations, climate change, ice cream machine broke. Mm. All ways that can make you feel... I'm mad at you that I took a drink where you said that and I almost fucking just... <laughs> I'm just like holding out for this. <laughs> These are all ways that can make you feel insignificant. However, what if I told you that one person can make a difference? Mm. Not only that, but one person has changed the world more than anyone else. What's more, this person has been described as the organism that has had the most impact on the planet, and that's real. Yeah. And folks, it's bad. <laughs> For the next three hours, I'm going to tell you no. the exhausting, no. exhausting <laughs> All tale. All right, show's over. Fuck it. We're done. Canceled. Full stop. I used to say that in my speech class. I used to say... I, for our, like, 15-minute persuasive speeches, I used to be like, for the next four hours, I'll be telling you... <laughs> It's a good bit every time. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. For the next however, anyway, um, I'll be telling you the exhaustive and exhausting tale of fuel, fire, and yes, that which God I desire. Damn it. Whoa! Yeah, Bruce, Bruce is fucking Bruce pissed, is like, dude. <laughs> Thomas Midgley was born in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, to a family with a history of invention. His father, Thomas Midgley Sr., was an inventor notably in the field of automobile tires. How come there aren't inventors anymore? I know. Hmm. It's like, oh, Elon Musk is an inventor. It's like, no, he's fucking no. not. Yeah. He's just got money. He's a South African white, like, emerald yeah. mine magnate. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, I want, like, some fucking eccentric, like, poor scientist man just tinkering. Yes. And so like every inventor that I've ever known or like anybody who's ever like, let me rephrase that a little bit, Nate, because you're just like, what? Um, every person I've ever met who calls themselves an inventor actually just kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't call my even if I was an inventor, I wouldn't call myself an inventor. No, I would say that I'm like working on like stuff. if you're an inventor and a cool dude. Great. Wonderful. I'm happy for you. 
not Elon Musk, though. All the people listening to this, you're like, fuck, like, I like I call myself an inventor. <laughs> Why don't you go invent some bitches? Then? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so his family like invented like automobile tires sh patents and shit and like his maternal grandfather um invented the inserted tooth saw which is like oh, yeah. how the chainsaws do if i'm wrong don't at me because i won't care so this dude began working at general motors in 1916 um he in 1921 he discovered that the addition of tetraethyl lead so tetraethyl lead so there's lead in it mm, basically great um he added that to gasoline to prevent knocking in internal combustion engines you know like in old cartoons with like jalopies and shit like the reason that the buggy bugs out so much is because of knock like old fuel yeah. used to just make your engine just go like everywhere i thought that was just a fun little quirky effect yeah. <laughs> well, it had it had some like truth to it. And so like there is this real thing of just like, God damn, these engines are fucking going goddamn crazy. And this dude was like, put lead in it. <laughs> <laughs> this was before we knew that lead was very bad. So he added that stuff. He didn't just add lead to it. He added tetraethyl lead. And so oil companies and automobile manufacturers, like especially General Motors, um, were like, we're doing this in everything. Our cars work on this now originally also you had to crank your car to like get it to start mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people would fucking die because when the engine would kick on and your fucking uh like crank arm was still in it it would come up and crack you in the fucking jaw jesus christ yeah and so that was another impetus of this where it's just like we got to do engines differently dude these guys are loud and rowdy and they're fucking just too much i just love whenever i hear about shit like that and i just think about all the people who are like make america great again yeah, <laughs> yeah. i miss when you could get killed by starting your car yeah. great times real men get killed by the hand crank <laughs> Real men die cranking it. <laughs> Live by the crank, die by the crank. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I, I've been saying that. <laughs> like when a lady would like, like her car would like break down and she'd be like, hoo boys. <laughs> and like somebody would come and like get your motor running with the crank, ladies. And they like, then that guy would die. And then she'd be like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> died cranking <laughs> you know what a way to go out you know i want that to stay on my tombstone <laughs> died cranking died cranking <laughs> shout out to david carradine um so everybody was like wild for this fucking uh this fucking fuel right however after two deaths and several cases of lead poisoning <laughs> at the <laughs> at the tel prototype plant in dayton ohio <laughs> <laughs> the staff said in 1924 that this place is depressing to the point of considering giving up the whole industry. Like the owners of the of the plant were like, oh, everybody's dying. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Me every day I clock in. <laughs> <laughs> and over the course of the next year, eight more people died at this plant. Then they made a new plant that was supposed to be like safer or whatever. Mm -hmm. However, within the first two months of the operation, the plant was plagued by more cases of lead poisoning, hallucinations, insanity, and five deaths. <laughs> Yo, that's fucked, dude. That's a fucking horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I 
Honestly, though, that would be like a listen not to make light of the shit that happened there but that would be a very good a24 movie sure about like some like blue collar workers and shits like are their poison <laughs> because of bad labor conditions and yeah. like it's a massacre that shit would slap people knew that lead was bad actually i said this was before we knew that lead was bad but literally 150 years before when benjamin franklin you know that bitch he wrote about he invented libraries in the fire department and whatever he said like when he was using it as a typesetter, he was like, this stuff sucks and makes you crazy, um, which is true. Midgley, the guy that invented tetraethyl lead, uh, experienced lead poisoning himself multiple times. Sure. And he was uh, warned many times that he's going to get super poisoned. But nonetheless, in 1924, he participated in a press conference to demonstrate the apparent safety of te tetraethyl mm. lead. So <laughs> for this, he was like, watch and be amazed and he would just pour it on his hands jesus christ oh dude <laughs> this motherfucker out here like mercury's not so bad pour him out let's go just do shots like he would pour it on his hands and then and then he would put like a cup over his mouth that had like it in the bottom and he would just breathe it in for a minute and he was like, it's so safe, I can do it all day. This was followed by the man cranking the car. <laughs> <laughs> this has huge guy who invented the Segway energy. Yep. <laughs> Cam has unlocked the good ending. Oh, great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, no, he like would put he would put some under his nose and he was like, I can do this every day and I will not succumb to any problems because tetraethyl lead is so fucking good. Um, however... The state of New Jersey ordered uh, the Bayway plant that was doing it to be closed a few days later. <laughs> yeah. And they were forbidden to manufacture tetraethyl lead again without state permission. Wait, in what state was that? Jer Joysy. Jersey. See, if Jersey closes it down. Yeah. Jersey's like, this shit's so You fucking know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so he later had to take a leave of absence from work after being diagnosed with lead poisoning. Now... It would be enough if this guy created one really bad thing that put lead everywhere, right? But no. Also, in the late 1920s, air conditioning and refrigeration systems oh, no. employed compounds such as ammonia, uh, chloromethane, propane, and sulfur dioxide as refrigerants. Though effective, these were toxic, flammable, and explosive. General Motors also owns Frigidaire. And they were like, hey, buddy, you're doing the chemical stuff. Can you make the like the refrigeration not so kaboomy? <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah. So basically, I'm going to skip the like what the chemicals are and stuff thing. But uh, motherfucker made Freon. Mm. You know what Freon is? Yeah. Super extremely toxic, volatile and poisonous. Yeah. In doing so, also um, made the first CFC. You know that thing that eats yeah. the eats the atmosphere. Yay! <laughs> the uh, chlorofluorocarbons, right? Freon and CFCs largely replaced other refrigerants. Later appeared in other applications, such as like aerosol spray, that kind of stuff, right? But then it killed the ozone. <laughs> in 1940, at the age of 51, Midgley contracted polio, which left it left him severely disabled. So. Being an inventor, he devised a oh, no. elaborate system of ropes and pulleys to lift himself out of bed and stay productive. But four years later, he became entangled in the device and died. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. 
I'm only laughing because this dude fucking blows. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally. Like, if this happened to anybody else, I would have felt terrible. But him? Yeah. yeah fuck him. Exactly. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that, like... I was just expecting him to die of like lead poisoning yeah. or some shit, but that's so this much. This is way better. The the level of escalation. <laughs> this is way fucking better. Oh Talk about God. being hoisted by your own petard yeah. for real, dude. Holy fuck. Oh. Ooh. So um, wait, wait. It was levers and pulleys. <laughs> so did he die? Did he die cranking? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Play the fucking <laughs> Price is Right music. <laughs> I am actually crying a little bit. God. Oh, I'm, uh, really, I'm really happy that we can podcast with Jess again. This is great. I love this so much. Died cranking it, baby. Died cranking. Woo! So, <clears throat> Midgley's legacy has been scarred by the negative environmental impact of lighted gasoline and Freon, of course. Environmental historian J.R. McNeil uh, opined that Midgley had more adverse effect on the atmosphere than any other single organism in the Earth's history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, writer Bill Bill Bryson remarked that Midgley possessed, which I also possess, an instinct for the regrettable that was almost uncanny. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. I just love that posthumously, like they're writing about this guy and just be like, this dude was accidentally the motherfuckest. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like his funeral was just the player haters ball. Like 100%. <laughs> they just soaked him in gasoline and gave him like a fucking <laughs> shitty Viking funeral. He has a real, like, what's the fucking, uh, the corn baller from Arrested Development? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So the use of leaded gasoline, which he invented, released large quantities of lead into the atmosphere all over the world. High atmospheric lead levels have been linked with serious long term health problems from childhood. And I will also say that we're having a it's it's the same thing with microplastics right now uh, where we're having trouble finding a baseline because mm -hmm. we're having trouble finding people that don't have it in them from birth. And that's great. <laughs> yeah. You're already born with light in you. I can't believe this man gave me BPD. <laughs> <laughs> it's turning the freaking frogs gay. I was blaming Jesus my mom Christ. for all my problems. And it's really this guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. He fucking wicked choked himself to death. <laughs> Shout out to David Carradine. Um, so <laughs> it is linked with uh, increased levels of violence and criminality and uh, neurological impairment um, all around the world. Literally, like I watched a YouTube video on this a while ago and it like gave a bunch of stats and it was like, now this might seem like circumstantial evidence, but literally lead has made the world dumber <laughs> yeah i believe that so yeah. that's there's there's why there isn't any fucking inventors anymore they all got like lead brain <laughs> they all got thick thoughts <laughs> <laughs> so now with all that said what if i told you that there was a third invention that came indirectly from thomas midgley that further deteriorates the stability of the world right be be warned listeners guests and cam alike Oh. Learning about this third invention may cause you to lose IQ points, much like the lead in our air supply already has. And now, when I say that Thomas Midgley invented this, what I mean is that it's not an invention, it's a mascot. And when I say that it's a mascot that he invented, 
I'm absolutely lying. <laughs> Great. What really happened is I did a bunch of research on the guy that invented gasoline and stumbled upon this guy and found his story way too interesting to bastardize <laughs> into one of my bullshit reports. So that's Great. kind of the end of this part of the story. Sure, and sure, now sure, sure. we're going to talk about something else. Tungus. Tungus. Huh? Uh, okay. Hell yeah. Uh, the imposter is sus or whatever. Shut up. <laughs> In our chat here together, I will be posting a picture of Tumgus. You're not allowed to Google anything, by the way, on Hamburg Lore. That's the rules. Okay. Um, what? What the absolute fuck is that? <laughs> so, Why? <laughs> this motherfucker looks like those like shitty, oh, if you drink one soda, this is what your body yes. looks like charts. <laughs> so wait, so wait, I am looking and I, I am observing. Is this like the AMPM? Uh, it is. I see the the cups on his arms. Okay. Yes. Yeah. What so is happening? I fucking I absolutely fucking hate this mascot so much. It is the anti Merv. It is basically actually yeah. yeah. It is just it is just basically what if where the wild things are was made out of trash. <laughs> that was Murph. This is nothing. <laughs> Whoa! I feel so much dumber knowing about this motherfucker. Tumgus is the mascot of the gasoline store known as AMPM. Um, I actually found this quite interesting because I don't typically think of gas stations as having a mascot yeah. aside from like Bucky the Bucky's Bussy. There's like the Sinclair dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. That one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like it. <laughs> um, And I just love a very bad mascot so much, though. Like, I love something that is extremely like low effort in its inception. But some marketing employee has been like festooned to like squeeze blood from this stone and polish these turds and make they something spent, out of nothing you can tell just by looking at this fucker they spent so much so, time and money yeah. on this oh like what if he's made of food i don't know this is the most over designed thing i've ever seen in my life i just keep looking at it and it gets worse I hate how his eyes are always a little closed. Yeah. He looks blazed as all shit. Um, just so, yeah. like, I'm just to give the, the people at home a little, I hate using the word taste because I don't want you to imagine that because I am and it's horrible. He, his palms are cinnamon rolls and his fingers are hot dogs. Yeah. There are hot dogs in the cinnamon rolls. He also has a hot dog on his crotch. Yeah, yeah, he does. He sure does. Um, hey, can we talk about how the fact that his eyebrows are definitely Snickers bars? Yeah. 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 His hair is like red this. vines and his beard is Cheetos. I do I do think it's fucking hilarious that they're just like, I can't think of anything for the nose. Fuck it, hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> um I will Couldn't now think of anything else. I will now read everything that the AMPM website has on Tungus. Um and by the way, his name is Tumgis because TMGS is an abbreviation for their phrase, uh, too much good stuff. So he's Tumgis. This is too much good stuff. Right. Um, which should have absolutely been our network name. Um, Fuck, you're right. <laughs> That's, yeah. So I would like uh, the listeners to go to the Hamburg, Hamburg Lord Twitter and click on the JPEG that I have tweeted out uh, of this man and do nothing else but look at him while I read you some facts and try not to lose your mind especially if you're driving make sure you definitely do that instead of driving yes give the give the wheel to your baby or your dog or whatever and, yeah. and let's do it 
Um, so meet the Cravenience Whisperer, aka Tombgis. No, fuck this. No. Fuck this. Fuck everything about this. Tombgis is the ultimate snack savant, and as the snack daddy, he thrives no. where the best snacks come with the most convenience. That's Cravenience. TM. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking commit, dude. <laughs> Fingers, hot dogs. Right arm, fountain drink. Left arm, hot coffee. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Body snacks. Well, now you're just reading like my composition. <laughs> <laughs> Got glass bones, paper skin, etc. Yeah. Tombgis Truths, spelled T R O O T H S. I want to die. The deets on your favorite snack, Scott. Nope. Tombgis no. graduated Vallis Snacktorian of his college class. So, wait, are these things related because the person who made this has lead poisoning? <laughs> it's a gas station <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing I was trying to like I said before I was trying to like link the like creator of gasoline to Tumgus. um but then I was just like this story is too fucking good about this guy who was like lead's no big deal and then he killed himself in his bed <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, Tumgus's birth certificate was actually printed on the back of an AMPM receipt <laughs> <laughs> Tungus has a very detailed skincare routine. It's mostly mayonnaise, which is disgusting because, because, because so much of it is prepackaged snack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why, but this is the first report you've ever done where I'm like, I think I'm losing my fucking mind, I'm actually. Saying, dude. Um,. When in a pinch, Tungus will use his hair as a straw because it's licorice. <sighs> I feel like I'm being punished for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah me too, and I host it. <laughs> Tungus used to be a motivational speaker, but he pivoted to motivational snacking. And I will put the picture of the pif the picture that's with that in the Pamberglore chat. God, I fuck, no! I hate this fucker. God, I fucking hate oh. this guy. Tungus wrote a snack memoir called The Art of Cravings. There's no reason for this. There's no reason for this. There's no reason for this. The book is a triangle. I can't figure out why. Uh, <laughs> Tungus believes 86% of relationship problems are due to people not communicating their craving. That's actually true. <laughs> Tungus starts off every dating app convo with the line, looking for some snackshin? No. No. Tungus has a pet parrot named Pierre and a beaver he calls Barry. Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, well, second to last one, Tungus can actually detect cravings from almost eight feet away. <laughs> there is a picture of him just looking at a lady eating a donut and being like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's, Tungus is on a fucking list. Yeah, no. Um, And I have not even introduced the most uh, mind. It gets worse. The mind fuckingist part. This gets worse? Um, oh Tungus can't always text back. He's busy snacking. But he loves long calls and longer voicemails. <laughs> Call him at 657-200-8647 to say hi or chat internet snackspiracy theories. So now I would like to, for the second time today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Call Tungus. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you reached Tungus phone mail. Tungus, what you know, what 
four o'clock before breakfast. Okay, Jim just cannot wait to listen to your sexy voice. Bye-bye. I'll be stranger. Tumgus, I'm coming for you. I feel like this is the instance, like, in a documentary or like a like a murder podcast where like they get too deep and it gets dangerous and you have to get pulled out. <laughs> the Tumgus is coming from inside the podcast. Like we we got too close. <laughs> this is this is the worst day of my life. Uh, so, ladies, gentlemen, and those beyond and in between, there you have it. I feel as though today I provided incontrovertible truth that one person indeed can make a difference in the world. This concludes all known lore on, I think, lead. <laughs> um, shout out to um, the Discord that gave me this this idea for Tumgus, and I felt immediately as though I had been punished by some sort of elder god for being alive. <laughs> me too, bud. Shout out to Burger Champ in the in the Discord. This is the worst thing that's ever Absolutely. happened to me. Hey Jess, thanks for yeah. being here. No problem. How you how you how you, how you doing over there, buddy? You good? You good? I gotta go. <laughs> Jess is like, yeah, I can't believe I, I brought know. a child into the world that this exists. <sighs> yeah. I'm just gonna go like take a shower. <laughs> hey Jess, where can people find you on uh, the internet? Nowhere. I'm uh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't want Tumgus to find me or whatever the fuck is. <laughs> uh, you can find me at a wild Chew on Twitter and Instagram, and on this pod and this one podcast called The Big Three, I think. Yeah. Too. Uh, Jess is back, yeah. better than ever. We're back, bitches. Um, I'm so so happy that Jess is back because Jess is the best person to podcast with. Eat shit, Morgan. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, fuck you, Morgan. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hey, if you made it this far, first of all, fuck it. Good for See you. See a therapist. Like, woo! Um, but hey, thanks for listening. Um, if you uh, want to support our uh, whatever this is. Um, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Patreon. Uh, also, Tumgus had a podcast oh, Jesus. that has been scrubbed from the internet. No. It is lost media now. Oh, fuck you. Episode one, The Donut. Episode two, Flamin' Hot Cheetos Asteroids. Episode three, AMPM's Freeze. I hate that you told me this because I will make it my life's goal to track this down. Please do. Snack Origins with Tumgus. Anyway. Uh, okay. Well, hey, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can support us. Patreon.com slash some good shows. Um, you can hop into our discord. Um, link is in the description of this podcast. Uh, you can, you know, post about weird mascots and then sometimes Nate will do a report on them that hurts me phys like psychically. So um, you can also follow us on Twitter at Hamburglore at some good shows. Do that. It's great. Cool. Wonderful. Awesome. Our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Cavity Crew. I'm on Twitter at The Candy Man. And I'm on Twitter at at Victory Position. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks again. But bad, but thanks again for listening, everyone. Remember, what's the fucking point anymore? <laughs> Happy cranking. <laughs>